Hello and welcome to Hey I Like, the podcast where we talk about all the things that make our little neurodivergent brains go bonkers. I am your usual host, Jess, and I am joined today by one of my very good friends. Would you like to introduce yourself and the uh, the creatures that you are currently surrounded by? <laughs> uh, yes, sure. Uh, okay. Um, hi, uh, my name is Void, uh, and I'm currently surrounded by a lot of Cows. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you are surrounded by cows. Can I take that to mean that that is what we are going to be talking about today? Uh, yes, very likely. <laughs> <laughs> lots of cows. Yes, lots of cows. Lots of baby cows. Tell me all about your cows, because I know you've got a couple of little baby ones, and they're really cute. Um. Yeah, so I'm working at the barn, a uh, dairy barn. So uh, we breed cows to um, milk them, and uh, yeah, we tend to raise up the girls and the guys we uh, send up after like a month. To yeah. Uh, we have um, mainly um, uh, the black and white Holsteins uh, here, um, which we have because of cows uh, they have like the most milk production of like all the different cow breeds that there are. <laughs> so yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I know I know there's loads of different types of cows. Like, because I'm a horse person, and there are lots of different breeds of horses. So I can only imagine how many breeds of cows there are <laughs> to keep track of. Uh, and they all do different things. Um, kind of. They are main separated into like uh, three different uh, into three different mm, breeds uh, one of them is like um, 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 milk breeds uh, that are, that's like uh, our whole kind or like Jersey cows these are very high milk production cows too um uh, then there are like um, mixed breeds, which are like um, for milk and meat production. That are like um, the Simtalers. Uh, those are cows with like a completely white head and just colored ears <laughs> and uh, almost solid colored um, bodies. Um, then there are like pure uh, pure meat. Production cows, uh, those are like um, the highlands, uh, that's those with those uh, very long hairs. Um, Belgian blues, those are the ones that look very fat but are actually like just muscle. <laughs> <laughs> the bodybuilders of the cow world. Yeah, um, they look like that uh, because they have like a mutation that causes them to uh, get like uh, double the muscle uh, than they usually should. Yeah. Yeah. I think we watched a video about them in biology once. <laughs> they look actually kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> they kind of do. <laughs> yeah. Uh I am a big fan of Highland cows personally, but I think that's mostly because they're just fluffy. Yeah. 
The babies are especially cute of them. Yes. Oh, out on the fen, they have a load of Highland cows um, to, like, graze. They're not, like, they're not used for meat, but because it's quite a fragile environment, I guess, um, they they need animals there who are grazing animals to sort of keep control of the the grass and stuff so they've got some highland cows and they've got some semi-wild ponies um <laughs> which is very cool uh, <laughs> they had their first foal last week apparently i need to go down and have a look when it's not raining and see if i can see this foal um but yeah so i i am a big fan of highland cows yeah, they highland. are so Funny. cute yeah little fuzzy creatures Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, um, our dairy or our dairy cattle's um, we have like um, uh, two hundred forty, uh, which are currently being milked. Uh, that means they have given birth or are. Uh, that means uh, those are the ones who have. Already given birth and just having started milk production. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and milk them like uh, twice a day. Hey, um, which with some is a little bit, um, a little bit, uh, less than, uh, ideal because, like, uh, they come in and have like really full udders, and it kind of hurts them. <laughs> Which, yeah. Poor cows. Yeah, but it, for the most part, it's okay. Because, like, they give a lot or kind of an okay amount, like 20 liters a day. Yeah. Or, or uh, 20 liters a day, I say. Uh, 20 liters of milking, which is like. 40 a day, um, freshly cow, um, fresh cows. That was a moo! Moo's! <laughs> to the people yeah. listening at home, we tried for about 10 minutes to get a cow mooing <laughs> on mic. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is such an achievement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Currently making a noise because a uh, newborn is has gotten up and is walking around now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were saying... <laughs> Ouch. About how many liters a day you get out of a cow. <laughs> so, normal is like 14, like... Once with a high production, they can get up to 50 or 60 liters a day, though. Which is, like, very, very high production. That's another move. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that is definitely more milk than anyone can drink in a day. <laughs> and uh, probably... Way more than uh, a little calf could drink, uh, which is also a reason why we separate them after our birth. 
yeah yeah um another reasons are because uh, sometimes cows are like very clumsy and they can accidentally step on them and that's not good <laughs> we don't want the little ones to get hurt so yeah um it's also to um better manage uh, the health of the little cows cows they tend to uh, get pretty sick in the first couple of weeks with like uh, diarrhea or a lung or, or um, like some breathing is issues and yeah to catch to catch it early and able to manage it so it quickly goes by it's also a reason we separate them Yeah, because I think that's one of the things that like vegans especially get really upset about is like, oh, to get the milk, you have to separate the cow from the calf and it's so bad for them and blah, 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 blah. It's so cruel. They should be with their mother. And it's like, well, actually, actually, sometimes it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially if it's like a kind of small cow with a very low udder. Uh, yeah. The calf is pretty big. It's it probably takes over a day until it figures, oh, there's the milk bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it's kind of better to separate them. Then you can also see how well and how much it keeps on drinking. So, um, so uh, you can also by that uh, quickly catch um, how the cow is doing um you can also um keep an eye on the health of the cow better the uh, cows like um they can pretty easily get like some issues with the other especially after calving yeah if, yeah if she isn't milked properly and that's going to hurt then she kicks the calf off the calf doesn't get feed starves okay i'm going away <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the cow likes me being near the calf. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. That's so... its baby. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> the separation is mainly to um like make sure both of them stay healthy. They don't get hurt in that sense and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Um, yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> yeah. And like I said before, the boys are getting sold um, to another, uh, to another place for, uh, for, for the meat, uh, which is basically then just for them to get um, milk or like milk replacer for a little bit while longer until they're uh, only on to feed. Um, where well, they then, well, uh, only taking like feed, which is like a mix of grass, hay, uh, straw, um, and grain, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, 
and uh, only after then they are getting back to, uh, um, they're getting produced into meat that isn't like uh, how some people might think that we are taking them away and after months they are becoming meat. That's, <laughs> that's like not at all what's happening. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it's important uh, to look after the cows. Yeah. They're having uh, a good life. They are just then also being used for meat, which is fine. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like nature, right? Yeah. So, like, in the wild, they will be getting eaten. Yeah. <laughs> there are wolves out there. They could eat the little one who spawn like, a few weeks too early and can't get up right away. Yep. It's, <laughs> why, it's why foals all get up within half an hour. Yeah. Because if they don't, they're going to die. Exactly. I mean... I mean, even if they are like in a barn, there could still be some places where predators could come in, and well, that just isn't good for them. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's kind of so it's kind of important for some breeds like like uh, the Holsteins that the calves are separated to actually give them a chance, right? Yeah. Even if they're being kind of small, they could uh, uh, they could get that backup in a little while. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, of the Holsteins, there are actually uh, two kinds of Holsteins. One. The more familiar um, black and white Holstein, yeah, Holstein, or the red ones. Those are mostly also Holsteins. Ah, yeah. So uh, they're kind of like uh, two breeds. Um, in the past, they have. Uh, in the past, they have uh, like um, killed off the red calves, which is why uh, the red gene isn't that. Uh, often, uh, well, you don't see red cows like so often around cows that they like thought that this was like something bad that they are red and not black, but uh, they have become like their own kind of like a subgroup of, of breeds. Um, but they like uh, can still be crossbred. With like black ones and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the red gene is actually um, a recessive one, which means that the parents either both both have to be red or have to carry the red gene for a chance that the calf is becoming red. So it gets like uh, two copies of of the gene and it turns out red. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is like the only reason why um, a black cow oh, uh, could, could get like a red calf. Which is like a kind of rare thing, uh, one in four percent chance if she has the genes and if the father somehow carries the genes too. Oh God, it's feeding time. 
<laughs> Sorry, it's getting loud. It's feeding time. It's okay. Tell me about feeding the cows. Uh, yeah, well, um, since we have quite a few cows, since we have like a lot of cows, we have like an, um, a truck with like a feeding mixer and machine uh, where we mix like the, the, uh, the grains and stuff uh, together. The whole feed with, with like the silage and stuff. And um, then we can drive into the barns and feed and, um, and like uh, give, what, uh, give uh, from the group the feed uh, into like a wall, uh, like all at once, like mixed. And like the groups all get kind of different uh, feeds, like ones who have like still a very high uh, milk production or like have to grow quite a bit like the ones who are like uh, like uh, the pea, like the calves who are um, like only getting feed and not milk anymore. They need like they need like um, a lot of proteins and and stuff um, from the feed, so they either uh, keep their high milk production up or um, they are keep on growing which is very important for them else uh, that stunts their growth or or um, their milk production goes down and it's really hard to uh, get it back up or like maybe impossible if it keeps on for like way too long yeah, yeah. Um, the, depending on their, um, their stand in the lactation, like if they're bred already or if they're pregnant already, um, that they, they're getting taken off of the, um, high, high, um, high protein in and grain portion of, of, of the feed. And, uh, so the milk production goes down. Um, so uh, they can be dried up with with little to no problem. Um, with little to no problems, and that they don't end up getting uh, some problems while they're being dried, because uh, that's the time where they tend to get uh, where they can also get sick because sometimes they still produce stuff and produce stuff and. If it doesn't get out, uh, it can in infect itself. So that's not a good thing. Because uh, one, it it really hurts the cow. Um, sometimes it those uh, sickness can get onto the calf too, which can cause uh, like that she loses the calf. And yeah. If she loses the calf, then she doesn't really get into milk production anymore. Or and yeah, she's basically then just a whole loss, which uh, is not good. Cause like no. we need them to produce babies. We need them to produce like 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 milk and all. And if they can't, that's that's not a good thing. Yeah. Um. But but often uh, it's 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 uh, going 
it's going good where they give at least one one calf of that's alive too and yeah they end up getting into milk which is um it's, uh or when they like dry they get like just very little of of like the energy that they need um which is mainly just used to uh like for them to grow the calf and to stay alive <laughs> basically but it still has like um the 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 stuff included in like the high ration but like in a very small amount so the stomach uh still keep being used to it because like if they because if they like uh, don't get used to uh, if they don't stay used to Oh, those things, the uh, germs in their stomach, uh, who are responsible for like, for like uh, digesting the stuff, um, die off. And, and it takes like weeks before they are actually being able, before they are like able again to um, like get into the production and that's just not good either. <laughs> So uh, the feed is very important, and it's also very important to keep it in high quality. Yes, high. <laughs> and um, and um, yeah, it's also uh, important to keep like the quality up because if it's like bad quality, because it's like moldy and stuff, the cows get sick. If they are sick, we need to give the mats. The mats. Make it so we can't um cancel the milk of the cow. Oh so they don't really give like any money during the time where they are sick. And yeah. Yeah. We need to uh keep them um, as as healthy as possible so they can like stay healthy, uh keep making us money and stuff. Hello. Yeah, I know you all love me. Oops. I mean, <laughs> that's something you need to eat. I'm so sorry. Ugh. Yeah, so uh, it's all when I'm written that you keep like the beads clean, that they always have like access to water, and that the water is also clean. Else, yeah, they're going to be like they're going to be sick, milk um, production gets down again, and so on and so forth. Um. <laughs> Hello. Ah, not my nose. <laughs> always the noses. Excuse me? It's always the noses. Always the noses. And the mouses. And the mouth. Treat me. Oh, hi. Okay, no, you want to scratch it. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um in um uh, since I've talked uh, a lot about like the milk production, um uh the rule of thumb is that um that like um uh, a Holstein cattle should um produce like a thousand liter in one lactation. Nice. Or like 
No, wait. Um, no, no. Uh, ten, uh, ten thousand in a lot. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, 10,000 in one lactation, but um, it's usually better if they have like a lower one, like um, 70 or 80,000 liter in a lactation, because like if they're already like in the 10 or 11,000 liter range, they usually don't have like a very long life. So, like, it's better for them to get like slowly into it over like two lactations or so and then they get like uh, 11 or 12,000 yes hello <laughs> I have two big hats on the left and the right of me which is yeah why I have like a lot of <laughs> a lot of trouble right <laughs> hi baby hi my top Oh, tell me about Toph. Or oh, tell yeah. the listeners at home about Toph. I already know all about her. <laughs> well, um, Toph is like, um, Toph is um, currently still a, a hyper. That means a cow who doesn't start, who didn't have uh, given birth yet, which is like um, from in the first time they have been bred, which is like at around one and a half years old um, till they given birth. It's what a hyper is. Um, yeah. uh, who was like a twin? <laughs> who was a twin calf with another girl? Um, which is the only reason why she's been, why she was able to be bred. Because like, um, if they have, if they are a twin pair with a boy and a girl, um, then the girl, oftentimes is infertile, which means that she can't breed and. Yeah, it just wouldn't make, and yeah, it wouldn't make really, it wouldn't really make sense if we would try to breed her and with a 90% chance that she's infertile, it's just, it's just, I, isn't a good chance for her mm -hmm. to actually be able to be what we need them to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we usually um, raise them up to like, uh, to like a cattle that uh, to a young animal that can uh, that on feed and off milk, and then they tend to get processed into meat, which just means that they still have long life, which is not one <laughs> that we could give them. Yeah, uh, so Top was uh, lucky enough to be like to be with another. Uh, with another girl, but um, she was like the smaller and weaker one of the pair uh, where she couldn't get up at all, uh, or just or just with help and would only stand for like a minute or so before she laid down again and didn't have much of a yeah I'm talking about you and didn't have like <laughs> didn't have like much of a second reflex but still had the second and swallowing reflex so um i better like uh, three days uh, for like three days uh, three times a day with like a liter of milk uh until until one time until then one day she uh stood up she uh stood up and yelled at me because she was hungry <laughs> uh when i walked um Past her little butt. Hey, 
Yeah, and um, that time I still gave her a bottle, and then I slowly trained her onto a bucket, which she really well took in. Yeah, and yeah, with time, um, she got better. She wasn't doing that bad either, and yeah, she ended up growing really well, even though it was like a little slower than the rest, but that's to be expected from like one who was already small. But um, now she's being bred and is carrying a baby. She's becoming a mother. Mwah. Yeah, so uh, yeah. To me, uh, I kind of think that you should give even the small ones kind of a chance because like um, they still can do because like they still can get better. Yes. And like and like not being like uh, da, 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 out of them isn't going to become anything anyway. We shouldn't give them any meds or anything. And yeah, that's not something that I really agree with. I think that's something that can be applied to all creatures, including humans. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's best to give one a chance, unless it's like just suffering. For example, when they are born without a butthole. <laughs> but that's the thing that I've uh, witnessed uh, too. Like the calf had only drunk like the first. The first time I fed it, but then it didn't because it didn't have a bottle and it couldn't get rid of all of the waste. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. It's something that can happen. <laughs> Those are my boogers away <laughs> from my nose. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, if it's unnecessary suffering, then it's probably best if, it, if uh, they are going to get put down. Mm. Yeah. But, but usually I think that you should give them a chance. And, and well, if it doesn't get better, then, well, it just doesn't. Like it's sad, but uh, that's just the way of life. Yeah. Wouldn't be alive if, if, if they're like just a nature, but like humans, we humans handle a lot of, uh, around with like, with like nature where we, for example, like uh, with tough, where we take like the weaker ones and still raise them up and they're being great. Great, baby. Yeah. So uh, I think it's kind of important to give even the smaller ones a chance and not just being like da, 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 da. death instant because uh, they aren't going to get us any money. <laughs> yeah. It's not all about the money. Yeah, uh, I think it's just being like, uh, I feel like... I mean, it kind of is about the money, but also you have to be like, okay, um, this is going on for like just a little while. We can still try uh, to make it better. And usually it, it works. Oh, hello. Good to be pregnant. <laughs> um, 
There was a cow jumping on another cow, which is like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a very clear sign that they are in time where they can be bred. So are they, um, are they still inside for the winter or have they been let out yet? Um, they're still inside a barn and yeah, and yeah. So they aren't being let out yet, especially because it's like still kind of wet over here, and yeah, which is not be good for our little hooves. I mean, it's it's wet here as well. Yeah. <laughs> it it very much is still wet here as well. Um, <laughs> I went to go turn turn the pony out this morning and uh, was sliding about in the mud. So. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, but like uh, for cows, uh, like the wet weather is like even less ideal for them because it can like soften the hooves and then they can get bacteria or they can get hurt easier. Yeah. When they step into a stone and that hurts them and that's going to take money if <laughs> it too if they are lame for her however long, depending on how bad the hooves are. Isn't it right off? Yeah. So, um, yeah, not letting them out yet is probably a better, a better thing, even though it's like, kind of, meh. Yeah. they will need the sun and stuff too. Right, stuff. Mwah. Mwah. Yeah, so. <clears throat> Although, um, we sometimes have, like, troubles with, like, uh, the pasture in the sense of when we have, like, ones who are uh, pregnant already, that they are like being, I don't know, a few weeks too early and then they cough on the pasture and then we have trouble getting them into the barn, even though we have the calf with us because they think, oh God, my calf is still in the pasture. Give it, I don't want to leave the calf. And yeah, that's kind of fun if like all of us have to come to try and get that one specific animal up into our barn so we can take care of them so they can be milk right off right but like uh, usually they really enjoy being on pasture even though they need like a few days until they get oh wait that stuff on <laughs> that stuff on the ground on that's like uh, up to my belly I can eat that because <laughs> they are like not really used to have like the green feet and more like just uh what we mix them together with the with like uh the silage and stuff so they aren't really used to it but usually they uh pretty quickly figure out that they can eat that <laughs> and uh they kind of enjoy uh getting treats too like, like, I know, I know that some really like bananas, including the peel, <laughs> or like um, honey melon, which they are going really hard for too. <laughs> yeah. But like, currently we don't even have really the grass for them to go out either, so it wouldn't really make sense from, mm, uh, from like, uh, 
um, nutritional standpoint of that we let them out because like there isn't really anything that they could eat or that that could keep them like fat or stuff because it's like uh, just very short and not very uh nutritional stuff hello yeah So we uh, kind of have to keep that in, in mind too. And most of the cows aren't really, um, aren't really used to like um, the electric fan fans either, which would make it also kind of hard to like get, let them out right now. Because like they aren't used to it. So uh, the likelihood of them just running through it are way higher too. And that isn't fun to try and get them um, back in, cause like, cause they know that it hurts when they're going through that, even though they're already gone through that, and they don't want to come back. <laughs> so yeah, that's why they aren't on pasture right now, either. Although I kind of think that it would be like not that bad of an idea if we have like uh, the younger ones from like uh, well, uh, half a year or to uh, up to a year, year and a half uh, behind behind the barn uh, to let them out behind the barn on 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 the little bit of pasture we have there. So so you know they are used to the fence they know okay if i get on there it hurts i should stay in i should uh, stay in it, it uh, because i'm getting because there's food in there we have water and all that so yeah so but they're already used to it, it uh, even if you let them out in a later point so yeah so you don't have any escapees then yeah so uh the chances of like escapees is like way lower than like if they ran if they like never were used to the fans and suddenly we let them out they see <laughs> they see everywhere is green and then they're like hmm why should they be there if over there is even longer grass and then they are running through the fence hi you want <laughs> Yes, of course you want to. Yeah, just because I know that, like, my pony is an escape artist. She can get out of just about any field, even when it's got electric tape. Um, she goes under it. But so it's good to know that the cows have slightly more common sense. It depends on the cow, actually. <laughs> After they uh, are like uh, one and a half year old, about, um, our hyphas, they are getting here in like um, our breeding group where uh, we are going to keep an eye on them that they're showing like um, signs that are in heat. Like for example, what I mentioned here with the jumping on another cow or if they are getting jumped on and they're staying in place and 
don't try to flee, it's also kind of a sign that they are in heat and ready to breed. But then you also had to keep an eye on if they're big enough, because like sometimes they are still kind of small and probably should wait a month or two until they're actually getting at, until like one attempts to breed them because like if they're too small it can give later when they give birth kind of troubles um when they try to give birth because like they're small the calf can be pretty quick pretty big and yeah that just isn't a good thing <laughs> no no Like, they probably try to get it out because it's because uh, it hurts, but uh, they probably, uh, it's probably only with a lot of tearing and stuff. And it's likely that the calf doesn't really survive it either if it's, uh, if the cow is like too small and the calf is too big. So, yeah, it kind of has to fit better. I'm so glad you're eating out of my hand, you know that. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah. But uh even with our hypers it's like that they sometimes doesn't catch with like the first seed it uh, so they so uh they have like a three uh, so like they're getting spread of a total of like three times until we say okay she probably doesn't really want to get pregnant. Uh, she really is unable to get pregnant in that sense. So uh, we are sending them off then too because because uh, usually they tend to get too old and way too fat that they could <laughs> that they actually could like um, give birth without like problems. Because like if they are too fat, uh, some some issues with Birthing are also able to happen, like um, <coughs> that. Um, that they push like some of their organs out too Ooh, um, during birth or like shortly after birth, which is like not something you want to happen. To have happen. No, all organs should remain inside the body. Exactly, and like it kind of sucks if you uh, if you come to work at like three in the morning take if a cow coughs and oh no oh, oh no one gave birth and their organ and one of her organs is out too shit we have we have to wake our poor wet in that early and she takes a long time to get to us and yeah yeah I I mean it's still possible to get it like back in and so it's still back in place and all that but it's like a lot of stress for the cow it's very likely that she's getting uh, that she gets an infection from it depending on how long it is and yeah it's just not a good thing to happen for them so uh, we kind of try to avoid uh, making them too fat it's so uh, they don't have like the issues. Hey. Yeah, but but usually, uh, but usually we have here like 
it, it's pretty okay with with the bro thing. We usually don't need to help with uh, the cows or typhus because the cows are relatively small compared to them, or like in the okay size. Even though uh, still sometimes we have like some issues like when they come with the hind legs first that we have to help out or if or if like the mother have has like taken like uh, way too long already to get it out so it's so uh, we usually have to help and then before uh, the calf and the cow uh, can't anymore so like uh, the calf doesn't like brown or or suffocate it uh, in in the mother during the birthing when it takes too long so uh, yeah we sometimes have to help but luckily it's not that often <laughs> often the mothers tend to be able to push it out either during the night or during the day when we usually don't really uh, keep an eye on them because we're either at home in the sleep or well at home and doing like lunch and stuff because we have here like um a split shift where we have to come twice a day to to our stuff so yeah <laughs> after the cows uh, give birth we um they say in like an exit uh, in an extra group Oop, um still where cows we like can't really look uh, the first milk in and because we feed that was more to uh to the calves like like um the colostrum we we did put the calves because it has like, like uh, the antibodies to like stuff yeah. um yeah and because um it's like very fatty and they don't really give that much uh anyway so we're like so we're like um just giving that for like the cows uh, but like the cows and in the very first time we like um we like uh freeze some of it in 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 the fridge too so we have something for like for uh, the next time one gives birth, so yeah, so they so uh, we can like be sure that they've gotten all of the stuff that they need because it's like very important for them to to get it so they don't get that sick that easily and get some. Immunization. Um <laughs> Um after like um yeah, so um they're staying around like five or six days in, in the group. Oop, uh the high uh the first time moms usually stay Longer than that in the group, because they tend to not really like being milked and tend to be very, very mad about getting milked. <laughs> Which, understandable, they don't know why I grab their udders and try to get milked out, because, like, it's 
meant for the Kelvis, so why is this stupid two human trying to steal it from me, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they usually take some more time um, uh, to get out because we have to teach them to, like, keep standing, still not kicking for us, not kicking, like, uh, not kicking, like, uh, the milking machine off, like, hopefully before they're fully milked out, because that can give them an other infection too and stuff. So, yeah, they usually stay a bit longer, um, before they get, like, in, in the fresh milker group where, where they are getting milked into, uh, our tank, tank, which is, uh, the milk that we are selling to. Um, after, like, um, after, like, uh, uh, two or three months after they give birth, depending on uh, how high their production is, uh, their milk production is, um, they're getting bred again for the first, uh, they're getting bred again for the first time after giving birth, um, but before that, we have, like, have to like make sure that she is uh, that the cow is like healthy, doesn't have any problem with like with like her 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 uterus or stuff. Uh, yeah. So that you can actually get pregnant and give and and keep the calf if she's uh, catching the first time. And yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, after she has like, after she like uh, gives birth, uh, after, after, um, yeah, that. <laughs> um, um, usually, if she doesn't catch the first time in around um, 21 days, we see it again that uh, she's that she's like. Uh, that she's either jumping on other cows, uh, letting others jump on her. Sometimes they uh, yell too because they want to be bred. So uh, we're trying that again. But um, if that isn't the case, um, after like one and a half months, we are getting the vet uh, to check with like uh, the ultrasound with um, an ultrasound machine. Um, to check if they are pregnant or if they have like a cyst or something, which uh, would also mean that they can and give like the signs that they want to be bred. So, so uh, yeah. But um, more often than not, it uh, it tends to be that the cow is has uh, catched has catched the one breeding and is pregnant now and is carrying a calf. Yeah. And usually the vet uh, with the ultra sound machine can also tell if one has like multiple, multiple, but multiple calves in them, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is uh, mostly just like, like two. But uh, I don't think she can really tell uh, if it's like a boy or a girl just then. And it's more of a, oh yeah, she has multiple. Because, like, um, inside of the cow, they are in one sack, and they can't really tell if this 
if it's like one act that turned that into two crafts or three acts that are like in two different uh, covers halves. So yeah, that's that's kind of making it hard to tell too. But uh, yeah, usually they uh, don't lose the calf after that, but sometimes it still happens and it's kind of hard to catch that because they tend to be very small in that moment. But uh, yeah, the later, is, the later it is, the more likely you're able to find it. But that is uh, what like uh, those those later late term losses are like pretty rare to almost non-existent and even then we um we kind of take a look at how much milk she uh, she still produces us and like how much and like how much she's um and like how far she's away from from like her last breeding and depending on all that we are giving we're like giving her still a, a chance to breed again but some and sometimes we like uh give her like a meat uh like a meat breed on them to to catch that so like um those those um those Belgian blues who are kind of ugly we either take egg on uh which is uh past day because they are more likely to uh catch a breeding with a different breed than like with the same oftentimes but we like kind of also have to look at how the cow is looking if she's like if she's like a very small we can't like uh, put a Belgian blue on her cows the cows tend to be pretty big too and that's going to hurt if if it's trying to come out <laughs> uh yeah so we kind of have to take everything into consideration before we are uh rebreeding them if she just happens to have lost it so, yeah we also kind of have uh, um, to to keep an eye on them, um, yeah. So um, if they are pregnant and they are staying pregnant, we are like taking them off like the high energy feed, so we can dry them up like um two or three months uh, away from the next calving, in um. And so, uh, which is uh, so they can concentrate on just burying the cows and stuff and not having to worry about like still producing milk, still producing milk. So, uh, yeah, so we dry them up and then, um, and then they are getting like just enough uh, so they stay, so they stay healthy and, and they can grow the calf. Um, then the closer they get, to the calving, they get like a higher, um, a higher, a higher, a high and um, more higher energy um, um, ration, which just, which is just, just so, uh, the, which is just, ah. <laughs> <laughs> which is just so they 
um, getting it prepared to give milk again and uh, put on a bit more weight on themselves because like giving birth is taking energy, getting into milk is costing a lot of energy too and so on and so forth. And then the circle of giving birth and getting milk is starting all over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and usually after like um, the uh, third or fourth lactation, they tend to be like quite old for like um, for like the standards, because they tend to get like because they tend to like uh, not produce it that well anymore, or they have like some other issues going on with them, with like uh, the hooves or like the other or uh, something else. Um, where they're getting butchered, where uh, they are getting butchered because they can't be used that that much for like the milk production anymore. So, so um, yeah, we kind of have to take an eye of them. But usually, when they're like on their, when they have like uh, their third or fourth calf, calf. Um, we tend to give them a bit of cal. We tend to give them uh, some calcium, add calcium, too, cause um, cause cause they tend to take it uh, from from the bones and muscles and and that causes in like the higher pregnancies that they're getting uh that they're uh, getting into a like a milking fever, which is like. Not good because, like, it means that they can't get up, get cramps because because of that, and yeah, to pre to prevent that, we are giving them um a cal a calcium cartridge in, so um so that doesn't happen. But if it happens, we have like um we have uh, an infusion bottle that we are that we can give them two Ooh, uh, and usually that helps with only like one bottle and so on and so forth and it's actually meant for uh, our diary calves that they get like uh, for lactations in and it happens more often than not that they can do that but everything over that is um, is like a positive surprise. Um, although we currently have a grandma in our band who is like on her 10th or 11th lactation. So like, she's pretty old. She's almost having her 100, her 100,000 liter milk, which is like very much for a whole thing cow to have produced. Which is which is great, very great. <laughs> she's she's very old and not very friendly, but she's okay with us like working with her and stuff. Just 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 not really a fan of, of like humans. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> she she doesn't really give a fuck about us. But luckily, uh, she's she's doing pretty well despite her age and stuff. And yeah, 
Um, I'm currently not too sure if she is currently pregnant or not, but I know that she has been breed because uh, she's still doing so good and yeah. Uh, and it's like, well, if she's still doing good, then why shouldn't we breed her? But like, if she had like uh, issues with like herbs or she wasn't doing so well in general, we sh wouldn't have bred her anymore. So yeah, <laughs> it's like we aren't forcing them. We aren't like abusing them to get like to those high numbers because we're like more likely if they have like a constant problem with like their hooves or their other or they don't produce that much, we are, like, we are more likely to say like, okay, we're setting them out, she's, she's getting sent away, which means more likely budget. Um, more than we're thinking like, oh no, we should bring her 60,000 times more until she gets a calf, <laughs> which is like, not really uh, a thing we should do because it can like, um, because like um, breeding them, because we don't usually send them to our breeding booth, um, that's going to cost a lot of money because we have like um, we have like where we have like a, a guy coming and he and he breeds the cows with like little disturbs of of demon that have been taken from other wolves. I I currently don't know them <laughs> from that. So, yeah, that's kind of a thing that we have to keep in mind, too, uh, which is why we don't, like, breed them for 10 times unless they still have, like, a really high good production out yeah. there. Yeah, else, else we are saying, okay, mm -mm, it was nice knowing you, but we can't keep you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But more often than not, other issues uh, are are coming up, so we have to take. So uh, that's more likely an issue why we sort them out than like than like when we than like uh, them not being able to get pregnant. It's actually more likely that they're getting into a, an higher age and less like the milk production is like really not something that well like when they're only like giving in um 10 liters right after giving birth or like even a few weeks after giving birth we're more likely and she isn't like a first time mom we're more likely to say okay that isn't working with you you have to leave although um one time it happened where a cow has gotten like a lot, uh, sick a lot of times, so she was like unable, unable to produce like milk on like uh, two brothers, on like two brothers. Was a very good moo. <laughs> was a baby that made moo. That was a fantastic moo. Do you want to say moo again? Say moo. Okay, then not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like, she still had quite a high production, even though she had like only uh, two quarters 
uh, that we're able to produce. So, uh, and she was pregnant already anyway. So we kind of were like, okay, we're going to keep her. We're letting her go. See how she's doing then. And she did have a high production. Uh, like the whole time, but after she given birth, it was like, uh, I'm not doing that anymore. I can't give that much milk anymore of in uh, on two brothers. I'm sorry, I don't want to be here anymore, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, she did good for uh, the time she was with us, even if it was, like, quite a short time. <laughs> yeah. They can sometimes, they can sometimes be very high producers, even though you wouldn't expect that necessarily. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but after that, she didn't like really got into a second or third lactation anymore after that happened. Yeah. So tell me your favorite thing about the cows, or your uh, favorite fact, or something. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about cows is um the fact that they can like remember people or everything up to a year, or like um. Like, if I'm not going to see, um, let's say, tough for a year, right? She, uh, and then I'm coming back. And then I'm coming back. It's likely that she's still remembering me and still, come, and still going to come up to me asking for pets and stuff. Because uh, she still remembers. Oh, right. That's, that's the person who saved my life when I was born. Aww. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, so they do remember, um, so yeah, they do remember the people who took care of them or like who has been mean to them and they, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> like, 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 if you're being mean to a girl, like, um, hit them one time in, for like without a real reason. They remember that, and they're not going to like you at all. <laughs> they are going to try and run from you. <laughs> they're going to kick after you, and yes, not going to like you at all. <laughs> so yeah, the I love that. that. Yeah. I love that they can just they remember things because yeah. like I don't know. I feel like they're the kind of animal that people assume they don't remember things and that they're just big stupid creatures and they're yeah. not they have feelings and yeah, brains they... and they remember things yeah they remember things they, like for example when i'm when i'm getting down to like our our uh, young animals and hyper and and like hyper fun again i'm going i'm going to see which calf is uh, which animals remember me because they like try to come up to me up to the gates and stuff up and are going to ask for pets like um like like 
when I'm being here, they are going to look at me because they know who I am. Sometimes they are going to stick their heads through up to me. Like, they know that I'm doing good to them. Like, they know that I'm not, that I haven't really been an asshole unless I have, unless I had to give them, like, medicine. Yeah. I know I've been generally nice to them, right? Yeah. So, so obviously, even though you're probably not meant to, I assume you have a favorite cow. Do cows also have favorite people? Um, I'm pretty sure they do. Like the people who like treat them nice, or, or like if they, if they know who feeds them, that's going to be like the favorites. Like, yeah. Like for example, if I'm now going up to like tough, I'm. Or and if like another guy is like in there, she probably would rather come to me than to the other guy, <laughs> even though he would have like treats because like I'm a favorite person. She knows, like she knows me. Yeah, that I'm not going to hurt her and stuff. So yeah, which is nah. also like <laughs> which is also funny if like the vet comes and has to do like stuff on them and. Like like the vaccination and they know that bitch hurt me before. She gave me a little painful poke with a needle. I don't like <laughs> they, yeah. they that too. And they do not want to have anything to do with them. Of course. So what I'm getting from this is cows are basically just oversized dogs. Yes, yes they are. <laughs> and I'm Pretty Which sure you... I love. Yeah, and I think you can teach them tricks, tricks, but like you will have to keep like up with that. Yeah, with training them. I've seen people take cows like show jumping. Yeah, yeah. Which they... is kind of wild to watch. <laughs> yeah, but but it but uh, they can do that if they, they want can do to do it. They can do it. You, you can do it if you want to do. Yeah. So, you should uh, teach Toph how to show jump. <laughs> uh, I think she's a bit too old to do that. Besides, um, if I teach her that, she probably is going to end up being an escape artist. So, <laughs> I don't really want to yeah, maybe not the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be funny. <laughs> it would be funny. It would be funny. <laughs> I would pay actual money that I don't have to see that, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on that note, we can wrap up now, I think. Okay. It's been really lovely hearing you talk about your cows. I love your cows so much. You'll have to send me all the photos. But yes, you can lead us out. I guess our our biggest exciting plug for this this wrap-up is that as of whenever this episode goes up we will have a youtube channel so, so if you if you hate spotify or whatever platform you're listening to us on you can listen to us on youtube personally i despise listening to anything on youtube if i'm on youtube it has to be a video not a podcast episode because youtube won't play things if you switch tab 
<laughs> but <laughs> if you are not me and you like listening to podcasts on YouTube for whatever reason, uh, we have a channel that currently has no videos on it because I haven't figured out how to make them yet. Uh, but it is it's just the name of the podcast. You can search for Hey I Like and it is there. There is an exclamation mark after the hey, just like in our actual podcast name. <laughs> it's very easy to find, I promise. Yeah. So, yeah. And with, with that done, Void, would you like to wrap us up and take us out? If you have any more stuff about cows to share, now is your time to do it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm actually good, I think. Um, so, yeah, that was my talk, like, that was my dog, like, uh, about cows, and yeah. Does I love anyone... your cows. <laughs> Does any one of you uh, want to say something? Like, woo or something? <laughs> okay, no. No one wants to say something. <laughs> that was a no. <laughs> yeah. okay. They don't do things just because you ask them to. Probably not, no. <laughs> But yeah, so thank you for telling me all about your cows. You will have to give me updates on all the cows that we have talked about in this episode because then I can go on the blog and post updates on the cows for everyone who is interested in them. <laughs> Maybe if I can, like, uh, I'm pretty sure I can, like, um, take a few, uh, I think I can, Find a few more pictures of like top like when she was a little tiny bitty cow. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and and I sometimes have bully tail like uh, during the Christmas time with with like a Santa hat. I put a Santa ah! hat. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um like like um if I can if I can find the pictures I'm going to spam you with them. Okay then, so people listening at home, watch this space for some very, very cute pictures of Toph the cow. Um, I'm waiting very impatiently for them. <laughs> and with all of that done, I think it might be goodbye from us. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it all the way to the end, congrats, you are officially much stronger than half of our friends. If you are enjoying listening to this podcast, please subscribe to get notified when we update, or follow us on Tumblr at Hey I Like, all lowercase. That's all for now, see you next time on Hey I Like.